0: Now they're dealing with paying tuition. Now they're dealing with uh, paying student loans or maybe even having to get a job to make ends meet. back once again. And today, I want to talk about breaking the cycle. So many, so many things we can say about breaking the cycle. But I have a few things that I feel that seem to have become prevalent in our lives. One, financial literacy. This is a particular topic that I feel that we wash over so, so much. But growing up, I don't remember talking about finances. Uh, I think a lot of times that we uh, push this under the rug and we don't really deal with it until we get older. I'll uh, give you a quick example. Uh, all while I was going through school, uh, emphasis was not placed on money. Yet money had to, a lot to do with things, uh, whether you're dealing with, dealing with the booster club in, uh middle school or high school, uh, whether you're deal, dealing with paying for your lunch or not paying for your lunch, uh, whether you're dealing with buying uniforms, money was always involved in the things that we were doing, but money was rarely taught to children. And that's a major, major issue. I mean, it's good to know math. It's good to know science. It's good to know history and all these different things, but I'm going to be very, very honest and candid with you. Uh, I find it very, very strange that a lot of these things we do not use outside of the schools. Now, yes, you have those who use math for accounting uh, purposes, those who you know, who study science, who now are scientists, those who study history, who now are archaeologists and, and various, various things we can go on and talk about. But what I mean is, is that when you get a child that goes from middle school to high school, from high school to college, and now they're dealing with paying tuition. Now they're dealing with uh, paying student loans or maybe even having to get a job to make ends meet, to push themselves uh through college. Now you're getting into the main crust of things. But see, we don't talk about uh that very much. You know, we're not pushing, you know, children a lot of times to uh get scholarships or uh to find grants or other forms of avenues of, of payment or money. Uh and we definitely, definitely definitely did not uh talk about entrepreneurship. Uh entrepreneurship to me uh has an unlimited cap of money that you can tap into. Uh you take somebody's talent, you take somebody's passion uh that they have and that particular passion or drive that they have can catapult them to the top. And we never really tapped into that. We just had a cookie cutter um thing that we did when we when we came up and it was pretty much one size fits all. And that's not true. I mean, because I've encountered people and I can speak for myself who somebody over here may learn by reading. Somebody over here may learn by actually doing uh, something, having, you know, a hands on approach. And I believe that financial literacy is something that really, really could change our whole society if it was tapped into more. You know, uh, shout out to guys like uh, Robert Kiyosaki who uh, have created uh, board games and things that, that help children and even help adults uh, to understand more about uh, debt, understand more about money and, you know, assets, liabilities. These particular things we have to talk about. See, a lot of times we get into these situations where we don't talk about it until it's too late. This is what I mean. You take somebody who is, uh, who house is about to be foreclosed on. Uh, You take somebody who is about to be evicted from their apartment. Uh, Somebody who uh, now has to uh, partake in government assistance or unemployment money. And we can go on and on and on. Now this stuff is very major in your life, when it always should have been. Uh, It should have been something that should have been uh, talked about, you know, at a young age. Uh, I can speak for my family uh, when it comes to uh, breaking the cycle on uh, understanding financial literacy. And uh, man, I remember growing up and, you know, my parents, you know, bless their hearts, they didn't understand uh, a lot as it pertains to money. And so what ended up happening as a result is a lot of the things that uh, happen, whether putting stuff like uh, (laughs) uh, putting stuff like your Social Security in your child's name, uh, that right there is a no-no, my friends. Uh, You know, that's something that we still talk about today in my family. Uh, When you put bills such as cable bills, such as phone bills and stuff in your child's name, You have now started their line of credit. Well, they're not even old enough to have that for themselves, but you have started it for them. That's a no-no because, see, you're taking care of a temporary problem. Hey, I want cable. Hey, I want a phone or whatever the case may be. But what happens is now you have set your child up for failure. So, see, when they start, actually start in life, they have started behind and i think that's a big issue that's why when you uh, listen to let it be legacy we speak about having a legacy and building something for your children building something for your family and leaving them you know with honor dignity integrity because a lot of times we leave our family in debt uh think about a lot of the celebrities when you look up celebrities uh from michael jackson on to you know big names and we can keep going on and on. A lot of times you find when they pass away, they become a cat fight, so to speak, uh, over money, over finances. And this has a lot to do with us not talking about finances before we before we go. Nobody wants to talk about death. Nobody wants to talk about life insurance policies. Uh, nobody wanna talk about trust fund. Uh, nobody wants to deal with these things. Uh, But you have to deal with these things because if you truly love your family, then you will focus on, hey, I need to leave them in a good state when I leave this earth. This is why I say financial literacy is important. And we have to break this cycle of not talking about it. I mean, we're going at it with an out of sight, out of mind approach. And that's not the way. You know, you think about that, and you say, "Well, uh, I got a five hundred dollar bill that co- that's coming up." You know, well, what I'm gonna do is, I'm a, I'm gonna have a mindset. I'm a, I'm not even focusing on. It. I'm not gonna worry about that thing, girl. You know, I'm just gonna, uh, you know, if it get paid, it get paid. Uh, you know, okay, you're not gonna do that because nine times out of ten. You're paying for $500 for something, you're going to get your butt kicked out. (laughs) You know, you're going to put yourself in a situation where you're going to be behind. You know, we can do as many extensions as we want to on these payments and all this stuff, but you stay up on these bills. You know they're going to come every single month. You don't have the out of sight, out of mind approach when it comes to that. Why have that particular approach when it comes to your legacy? I mean, think about the bible and we think about the bible it's the last will and testament okay so this is what was left behind now if you choose not to read it choose not to care what's in it okay that's that's on you but at the same time it is a last will and testament it's a legacy it's what's left behind for us okay now you have a choice to use it uh, for good. There are some people who use it for bad, okay? But it was meant for good. When it comes to your legacy, my friends, you need to leave something behind for your family for good. Now, if the children choose to run up all the money and use it in an inappropriate way, that's not on you. But you did the right thing by leaving a good legacy behind for them. It's a starting point. See, when you leave them at a starting point, you leave them in a position to rise and thrive. That's what I like to say. They can rise and thrive in this world. But if you leave your children in a debt state, in a state where they they don't understand money, this life will teach them. And so a lot of our people are in situations to where now they're robbing the bank, some are doing it figuratively some are really doing it literally going out to rob steal and kill because they don't understand financial literacy they may believe well the only thing i can do is go rob this convenience store the only thing i can do is i can go rob this uh designer store and they feel that this is the money so what we're gonna do is we're gonna flip it hey i'm gonna go steal this car you know saying we'll chop this thing up you know, we'll make some profit off of it. Hey, I'm gonna go sell some dope, you know, and then when I sell this dope, you know, I'll make this particular profit. You know, you give me something else, I'm gonna take it back to the streets. This is a particular mindset that has become very, very prevalent in our culture. And we need to be very, very careful of it. For one, we already know that scene. But at the same time, I need you to understand that there are consequences to these things that you're doing. Here in the life now, and definitely in the life to come, there are consequences. And so I've I've uh, encountered so many young men who feel that this is the only way. There is no other way. I've encountered a lot of young ladies who feel that, you know, uh, prostitution is the way uh, to make money, to uh, forward their way of living. Uh, hey, this is the only way that we can get by, you know, and. I hate that society has pushed us to this type of way of thinking. There are so many ways that you can, uh, you know, bring about money to bring about change. And it doesn't cause for demeaning yourselves or your family. And I know you can say, well, hey, you coming off as a holier than thou uh, type of mindset. I don't care anything about that. Uh, Right is right. And wrong is wrong. Uh, Nobody is above the next person. Nobody will ever be. Uh, We're all equal in the same that we're all human. We all bleed the same. But at the same time, I believe that this stuff is based off our choices. I've made a lot of bad choices in my life. And, hey, some of them I'm still dealing with right now uh, based off those choices. But what I'm telling you is you don't have to stay this course. Hey, you messed up. Hey, you made some bad choices as it comes to money. Okay, you can switch that. Uh, Tax fraud, uh, money embezzlement, uh, so many things that we can touch on. Just because you have made these particular mistakes, you can change. It does not have to stay the same. And... I want you to also get out of this prosperity uh, mindset. I hear a lot of preachers and I hear a lot of teachers push this prosperity mindset. Yes, it is very, very true. According to God's word, What, uh, what you sow, you reap. Okay, it's very true. What you sow, you reap. But I want you to understand if you sow bad, you receive bad. If you sow good, you receive good. But this is not the case when it comes to just. Money, I want you to be very, very careful when you have the mindset that hey, I'm gonna get this person five dollars I'm gonna get five dollars back. Hey, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna give the, the congregation a thousand dollars I'm gonna get two thousand dollars back um my friends, I'm sorry to tell you that that's not in the bible uh that's nowhere in the Bible, and these guys are really really uh pushing a false gospel uh to you when they're pushing to you about money in the sense of hey. Do this and you will have an abundance amount of money. That's not true because what happens a lot of times is you're not taking an account of your finances and you're giving the congregation or you're giving the church so much money and then you're forgetting about your bills over here. God is going to always take care of you. I want you to know that. But at the same time, he gives us the know-how. He gives us the mindset on how to do things. So when you're giving to the congregation, you budget that into your money. When you're paying your bills, you budget that into your money. Whether it's putting gas in your car, everything has to go as planned in your budget. When the Bible speaks about giving liberally, giving without grudge or necessity, you're giving of a mindset that is planned. You are not the type of person that just giving on a whim. No, I've already planned it out. I know what I'm giving to God. I know what I'm giving to his cause. I know what I have uh, set up for my family. I know what I'm paying for bills. See, we plan for everything else, but we are not planning when it comes to financial literacy, when it comes to leaving a legacy. And I challenge you. I challenge you now, right now, whatever state you're in, whatever age you're in, to do something different. And this is what I'm saying. Look at your situation, whether you work a nine to five job, uh, whether you just started up a business, uh, whatever state that you're in. uh, Maybe you just had a baby and uh, now things have changed financially for you and your family. Uh, Maybe you're a single mother, maybe a single father like me. Whatever situation that you're in, I want you to look at it, survey it from left to right top to bottom. Look at it in a way to where how can I advance from the state that I'm in? And what I mean by that is you started right here and you may have become stagnant. You may have came from a long history of uh, you know, debt and you know, hardships, you know, such as what happened with my family. Uh, my family was not versed in money at all. And as a result, uh, my family made a lot of bad, bad choices. And so what I want for you is to make better choices. What I want for my kids is I want them to make better choices, but we have to watch this break the cycle. Somebody has to do it. Somebody has to start A lot of times we get in situations. uh, I just talked to a young lady uh, here recently who she's in a bad financial situation. Now, watch this. Based on her training, the way that she was raised, in her mindset, she felt like the next best thing for her to do is to go back to school, is to pick up a trade. Not a trade, rather. She said she wanted to go back to school and I think uh, to get in the medical field. Okay, cool. Uh, She wanted to do the medical field. Um, this is my thing with that. She started the school. Keep in mind, she was already in debt. She started the schooling. She got more in debt. She told me, she say, "Will, uh, I'm not able to pay for my schooling. I actually had to stop. And, uh, they told me that I need to get up the rest of my money to pay for my tuition. Listen to what I'm telling you. She realized she made a mistake, but it was too late. She was already in debt, and now she has went further in debt, thinking the mindset that by going back to school, that, hey, I can put myself in a better situation. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm uh, totally against schools, but this is what I am Uh totally against i am totally against somebody putting you in a situation to where it doesn't make you better now i went through school just like everybody else uh or the vast majority of people but i really started learning after i got out of school life life hit me when you start talking about a wife and children or paying a car note, or student loans hitting you, and student loans staying with you throughout your life, you learn a lot. And I tried to give her, this young lady, uh, the best advice that I could uh, based off a lot of things that I dealt with. But at the same time, I had to cater the advice to her specific situation. And uh, we spoke about her passion. We spoke about her uh, entering in entrepreneurship. And uh, that's a lot of things that she's uh, very talented in. And uh, I told her to try to pursue these things. But I want to tell you something, uh, you know, same thing that I shared with her. There are a lot of ways to acquire knowledge in a specific field that uh, you guys want. And let me tell you now, with this Internet and uh, having uh, the phone uh, right at our fingertips, the internet YouTube, Google, all these big platforms that we can type into the search engine. There are ways to get the knowledge that you need without going through the traditional ways. You remember growing up, uh, one of the things they always talk about, go to school, uh, get you a good job and uh, go to college and, you know, do something for you. You know, and. The same old basic stuff. Let me tell you, my friends, that stuff is outdated. Very, very so. And um, you know, not to come against how, you know, our parents was raised. You know, they had what they had at that particular time. You got more. And so you can't come off in the same way that they come that they came off and expect to get ahead in life when it comes to things. And you have to be very, very careful. If you have a outdated mentality and you're trying to keep up in this new world. Now, when I speak about in this new world, I don't mean changing your morals. I want you to still be people of honor. I want you to still be people of integrity. So whereas when you do business, you do good business. You do the type of business to where people want to come back to you. Not the type of shade tree business that a lot of these people deal in. No, I want you to come in an upright manner, a truthful manner, a good manner. And you be honest with your people, because if you're honest with your people, I guarantee you they'll keep coming back to you. So I want us to break the cycle of not understanding financial literacy. I want us to understand money more. I want us to understand cryptocurrency. I want us to understand stocks, real estate. I want us to understand assets, liabilities. I want us to understand more about trust funds, uh, life insurance policies. I want us to understand more about taxes. You need to know how to file your taxes. You need to know how much money is uh, came in and how much money is going out. If you're a startup, you need to know specifically how you are filing. You need to know how to pay yourself. There are so many things that we can tap into. And these are the type of things that we didn't study when we were growing up. What I'm telling you now is you're living and you're breathing and you have an opportunity to break this cycle. You don't have to keep going on. I understand that there are those who, you know, have to deal with, you know, food stamps, those who have to deal with government assistance. Trust me, I know about all of it, And I don't knock you in that sense, but I want to tell you this, is that there are also some other things that you can do. Those are the things that that are not really being talked about, and uh, I love the type of creators, content creators, who focus on this particular topic. is because money does make the world go round. Um, I do not uh, put all my trust in money. I do put my trust in God. But God has given us this particular tool to use, uh, to take care of our families, uh, to give, to take take care of others. Um, you know, I know a lot of people that do a lot of good work, a lot of congregations that are doing good work uh, off the money that they're receiving. It's not just going to the preacher. These congregations are really doing some good stuff in the community. And uh, I think it needs to be talked about. I know some good organizations. Um That are doing good things. Uh, Matter of fact, just recently, uh, I think Puff Daddy made a donation uh, to uh, Jackson State University. Um, I don't know how all of the funds are going to be, you know, done or allocated. But at the same time, he understands and the Jackson State organization understands that money moves things. And so it's about our choices, my friends. What type of choices are we making? What type of choices are we making? I like what Les Brown said. He said, live your life the way you want to live your life. That right there is powerful. I want to reside in heaven one day. And you would be very, very amazed to find that one of the most talked about subjects in the Bible is money. Yes, the Bible speaks about holiness, it speaks about sin, it speaks about, uh, you know, living a morally acceptable life before God, giving glory and honor to him and uh, taking care of your fellow man. But I want you to look at the parables. I want you to look at so many things that talk about money. The Bible says money is the root of all evil, but I want you to notice that it said it is the root of. Of all evil it's not saying that money is evil (laughs) like my instructor used to say uh, give me about $100 or even a dollar if you don't want your dollar since it's so evil Uh, no money is not evil my friends It's the root of a lot of evil a lot of people do a lot of things as it pertains to money a root is at the bottom of things You know, when they say, let's get to the heart of the matter, let's get to the bottom of the matter. Uh, A lot of people do a lot of evil and devious things as it pertains to money. People will sell their souls, so to speak, for money. They will change their whole moral compass. They will sell out their mother, their father, their whole family for money. Don't let that be you. I want you to have financial literacy, but I don't want you to lose your soul over a piece of paper or a credit line, you know, or get in the bag. I want you to do things in the right way and live with honor. As always, my friends, live well and honor the King. Uh, my goal is to talk about more breaking the cycle. So this, this is uh part one of breaking the cycle. If you have any ideas or comments, man, DM me or shoot me a message. I'd be happy to talk about it. You know, we always try to do things, you know, by Bible principles, you know, calling things in Bible ways, Bible names. And uh, so uh, send me what you got, man. I'd be happy to do it. Uh, uh, The next topic will be on toxic relationships. We're going to break the cycle on this thing. There's nobody else to do it but us. So look out for that next episode.